Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. G'day and welcome to the COB. Andrew joined by Annette. And Annette, finally we've had a good finish to the end of the week. I think it's about five or six weeks coming. Well, we certainly had a few wobbles on the Monday, Tuesday. So we're starting to think, is this it? And dragged all the bears out saying, this is it. And now we've had two straight positive days, so we can hold our horses on Armageddon for now. <laughs> yeah. Well, we finished up around uh, 0.8% uh, on the broader index. Um, Magellan, bit, bit of a, I mean, I think it's been, been under some selling pressure, so obviously there's some opportunity there. So that uh, that was up uh, more than uh, 5.5%. Yeah, one, on of the the de- bro- one of the brokers re-rated it. Oh, there you go. That helped. Yep. Yep. Okay, that would help. And uh, look, on the flip side, EML payments, goodness. Oh, um, It suffered again, <laughs> um, thanks to the Irish. The- Talk about flogging that <laughs> dead yeah. horse. Well, the Central Bank of Ireland, <laughs> yeah, it's written to its uh, Irish subsidiary PFS card services. Just concerned over some compliance issues there. Uh, that was well and truly fallen out of bed, tumbling yeah. over I think 14%. it opened down 10 and it just Gathered. got kicked kicked and beaten all day, really. So no buy on dip for EML at this stage. Yep. <laughs> um, look, also, obviously, we've got to focus on what's going on next week, too, with New South Wales, or at least Sydney, coming out of that lockdown. We so are. that we, is certainly woo-hoo. a big positive. So that, I think, probably contributed to that market sentiment. It sure is, and uh, and plus, of course, we had a, some people had a short week this week, so maybe buy on dips had to be in a bit of a hurry. And of course, those of you that know, we're here in Barangaroo. Uh, the last couple of days has got the the big gurneys out cleaning their chairs and tables because there's a string of restaurants down the bottom of our tower, and they are so looking forward to bringing some guests back from Monday. There's signs everywhere. Well, you got the internal mail, didn't you, Annette? No. The, the deep clean that we're going through. Oh, yes, through. and we're, yes, here, here in the studio we'll be getting a deep clean as well. We've been told to uh, to tidy up the desk, so now I look like I'm packing up and le- <laughs> leaving the Ausbiz, which I assure you I'm not leaving. You're stuck with me yet. Yeah, well, in fact, we've been here right the way through. <laughs> so, um, Annette, um, economically, now, of course, we had the RBA, the uh, uh, Financial Stability Review, out today, combined with, of course, what we saw a couple of days ago with APRA, uh, just increasing that buffer uh, for um, for those borrowers out there that may be extending them just a little too far as far as housing is concerned. Oh, it, it sure is. I mean, let's face it, the Financial Stability Review, it's yeah, what feels like 100 pages, no one reads it. But suddenly when you've got the RBA worried about house prices, and that was only raised on Tuesday, Wednesday, APRA says, fine, your loan serviceability buffer is higher. And then today we had some pretty inflammatory headlines out of that FSR. The RBA is certainly worried about risky lending. But as we know, Andrew, they're on the record saying that interest rates is not the solution because 
that is the bluntest of blunt instruments. And so there was a long list of what they can do in order to cool the housing sector. So we got a small taste of it this week. There is more to come. We'll just see what happens um, going forward. Well, you think it's a shot across the bows, essentially, that uh, just, just a bit of a warning that yeah. there is more to come. Certainly asking the banks to get their house in order, you know, maybe take another look when someone is trying to get a bigger loan that perhaps they oh, should. Exactly. I mean, you know, you always give away your age when my first home loan was three times my income. Uh, and that used to be the standard, three to four times. And, of course, what the concern is that people are borrowing more than six times their income. And so that's why they're not going – they've, they've listed debt to income as – a risk but we don't know if that will be a policy going forward so and just one more thing quickly at the margin this only impacts new borrowers whereas a rise in interest rates slams everybody over the head no matter how much equity you have in your home or or whatever so they're treading very very carefully on this space it's a subject that's not going away yeah very different story in New Zealand of course oh they just hiked anyway (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Talking about blunt instruments, sure just knock is. everyone on the head. <laughs> well, they've got house prices in their remit, and uh, whereas the RBA does not. So that was the only highlight of my day. But, of course, we're all gearing up for tonight, that all-important non-farm payrolls. It was a real mixed bag last time. You know, the headline uh, job ads were only 230000 or something. Anyway, it was a fraction of what the market was looking for. But the unemployment rate fell and wages increased. So that was actually not as bad as we thought. All the partial data this week, Andrew, has been exceptional. ADP on Wednesday was uh, 50% higher than the market. Jobless claims sinking like a stone. So the polls say 500,000, but, you know, people get a little bit excited. Yeah, well, of course, this is going to influence exactly what the Fed will do as far as their taper mm-hmm. is concerned, which is looking like November. Some estimate it's all going to be over by the middle of next year. Um, but that number will certainly be heavily influencing their call, won't it? Well, it, does, it depends who you talk to. I'm not sure who you spoke to today, Andrew, but um, a few people are saying a taper in December, whereas some are saying November. I, I thought it was pretty clear cut that it would be uh, a taper sooner rather than later. But anyway, this number is certainly a defining factor. Yeah, well, in fact, I spoke to well-known American um, analyst, uh, Michelle Schneider from the Market Gauge Group. Yeah, she's not so convinced about the taper. Because she said, you know, particularly where those yields are going at the moment, perhaps they will delay it somewhat, um, given that the effect is that having. And we're going to get a good read also, given we're heading into uh, earnings season again in the US. We are. Next week is earnings season and we get US CPI as well. So the markets are going to be on edge. I haven't spoken to anyone yet about US earnings season, but we Mm. know last time around the surprises to the upside were like 85% or something. So it's, uh, I don't know if we'll get that sort of raft of upside surprises this time. Yeah, all right. Well, look, um, of course, this week and past weeks, we've been running uh, on the call the Future Fund series. And today, uh, we heard from Jumbe Lu. In fact, uh, last week, we had Claude Walk. He was on again today, but we already got his. His was uh, Google, which is obviously Alphabet. Mm-hmm. Jumbe, she's gone for Pro Medicus. Let's have a listen as to why. 
Uh, it is a global leader now in a very fast-growing radiology software and enterprise um, imaging space. Now, this company has won um, something like 9 out of 20 uh, top U.S. hospital institution um, as customers. And uh, as you know, once they win a hospital, they start then growing significantly within that hospital. But they already have top nine out of 20 using their products. Um, and soon they're talking to many new exciting business lines, things like AI, um, that could potentially opening up more um, global opportunities for this business. Look, it's incredible growth business. It's expensive, but it is something that in a few years time, it won't look at any more expensive than some of your local slow growing, uh, growing businesses. Okay, so that is Jumbei's pick, ProMedicus. Now, Annette, uh, we were t- talking about what's coming, certainly as far as payrolls tonight in the States is concerned, but there is so much to consider for investors at the moment, uh, not the least, of course, the political machinations that continue, although they're managing to kick that down the road as far or as the, the debt ceiling Well, put the Band-Aid on as yeah. one of my, one of my guests. On. Yeah, put that's going to be ripped on, off again, though, soon, Rip it, it off again in a couple of months, yeah. Uh, we've also <laughs> got uh, the, the energy crisis as it's unfolding, in particular in Europe and China. Speaking of China, Evergrande still, you know, that the concerns about debt and property mm-hmm. in and China. China flying over Taiwan airspace apparently 184 times in four days so that is, that is a little bit of uh, geopolitical risk that yeah all the while, to go while away. Uh, tony abbott was in taiwan at the same time apparently they they welcomed him and uh yeah taiwan china us apparently the cia has set up its own tactical unit about that uh, all things china so there's certainly a lot going on on the political front as well as the economic yeah i was speaking with um with uh, Shane Oliver, as we normally do on a Friday afternoon. And, you know, he was talking all through those issues that's uh, playing out globally at the moment. And he says, look, you know, just he calls it a correction that we have had because uh, I think, um, well, the US is down about 5% during this period. Australian market off around 7%, uh, although we did finish up around 1.7%, I think, for the week. Um, but he's seeing this volatility continue. He thinks there's perhaps further to go as far as a bit of a sell-off dare I say, correction. I think there is still some noise, although I guess uh, yet again with my macro hat on, we've seen US yields rise from pretty much 1.3 to 1.6 in the last couple of weeks, and yet tech and equities seem to be absorbing that fairly well. So I still think we're moving under the hood. Everyone knows rates are rising from here, but it just seems to haven't really caused that big Remember the big conversations we had in, in February, March was, oh, growth versus value versus defensive versus this. I don't seem to be having those conversations this time around. That's true. Yeah. Well, look, um, either way, we had a positive end of the week. We'll take that because, as I said, it's been a few weeks since that has happened. We do have a lot to consider tonight, of course, and also next week with uh, some data coming our way. And, you know, we had the reopening in Sydney. That is a big plus. We and hopefully do. it's the start of things to come as far as the reopening is concerned. Yeah, it will. This will be the last weekend where we have to obey all the rules. So let's not get too carried away here in uh, in the greater Sydney region. But yes, I think all the news will be about people dusting off their tables and chairs and getting the staff and out and ready to go because our economy won't get on its feet until everyone is working again. Yep, looking forward to it. Annette, have a great weekend. Have a great weekend, Andrew. See you Monday, 8.30.
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.